If you want to pump your body and expand your mind, there's only one place to go. Mind Pump. Mind Pump. With your hosts, Sal Stefano, Adam Schaefer, and Justin Andrews. Welcome to Mind Pump. Welcome to your doom. What uh, uh, video game was that from? Welcome to your doom. Welcome to your doom. Castlevania? That's a good guess. I just fucking threw one out there. That was a great guess. What game is it? No. Uh, Altered Beast. (laughs) Great game. Again. Do you guys remember that? I love that game. A great fucking name of an indie rock band. Altered Beast. Altered Beast. Power up. That was the name of a, a band? No, I'm saying it would be a good name of a band. Oh, it would be a good you name. You know what happens when you text while we record? What was is the... you don't you don't pay attention. I miss stuff. Yeah. I know, he does. So I need I need you I need you to turn your phone over for a second. Shred shreds. Chocolate well shreds. I gotta keep up with shreds here. No, no, well, you can do it later. You can't keep up with shreds, I, bro. You can't. <laughs> it's not possible. <laughs> Dude, I can't wait for our retreat. Do you know why? Why? Uh, so I'm gonna make you guys eat mushrooms. Are we gonna get weird? I'm gonna make you guys eat drugs. Dude. I'm just kidding, bro. Everybody knows I'm, I'm not eating your frosted flakes. <laughs> I'm going to take shit and sprinkle it in your water, and you're going to see shit. Damn. Adam. <laughs> I'm down. I'm talking specifically about <laughs> He's you. Down. He is down. Yeah, I'm, I don't need a trip, bro. No. <laughs> I, just, I need to focus. You know what I mean? Just, like me and Doug, like, just, let's wrangle these. You know, you know what's funny? Everybody got quiet because everybody kind of thought for a second that I would actually do that. We, we I'm thought you were serious. I'm not going to do that. No, I wouldn't put it. No, I'm looking, for, I'm looking forward to Who's it. Who's the psychedelic one? That's right. I'm looking forward to it because I think uh, we're going to get some good work done. We're going to yeah. get focused and uh, maybe it'll, pump. It'll be bonding time. Mm-hmm. Bonding, bondage time. Yeah. With the it's, bros. It's gonna be, we're going to all bondage, bondage each other. with the bros. I think that's my water that you have in your hands there, Adam. Yeah, it's okay. It? You yeah, guys... It's the one with lipstick on it. Yeah. You guys, <laughs> you guys have shared fluids before. Yeah. It's cool. Uh, what? So, you know, I, so I was listening to this. Uh, this podcast, I'm going to give someone a plug. Is that okay if I plug into the, the podcast? One that I, the one I turned you on to? Plug in the one that you never listened plug to? Plug away. Mm-hmm. That you saw the title of? I don't need we to We won't to see any money from all these plugs. That's it's how well good. I know you. Yeah. yeah. So the, the podcast is called Smart Drug Smarts, and I freaking love it because they go into nootropics and how substances affect the brain. They go into legal and illegal substances, so it's pretty awesome. Um, but one of, the sub, one of the episodes was on creatine. And there was a scientist that's kind of like the foremost expert on creatine. And don't ask me his name because I don't remember what his name was. But he was going over... Dr. Heikenstein. Yes. uh, He was going over the benefits of creatine uh, for the body. And he was talking about how uh, vegans in particular um, should supplement with creatine because the body can synthesize its own creatine. um, Through the amino acids, I believe, arginine and cysteine. But I'm not quite sure, so don't hold me to it um but then it, they need a methyl donor in order to complete the process which is not a good thing because you're limited and so low creatine levels not only means low physical performance it also means lower cognitive performance mm. because every cell runs off of atp mm-hmm. and they've shown cognitive benefits to supplementing with creatine especially for vegans yeah. so this made me think of a good episode topic to talk about people that probably should take right. supplements. Because we talk about the supplements all the time. intended use of a supplement. Right. I gotcha. Right. So in it, right off the bat, I just said it, is, is vegans okay. will benefit greatly 
from taking creatine. Creatine is probably is one of those supplements. Because they're not going to get it. I mean, creatine from plants. No, you only get you're it from animal sources. It. Yeah, your body will synthesize, you know, so much, but you tend to be limited. Um, you know, your body tends to be limited by certain limiting factors, and supplementing creatine in studies has shown to improve cognitive and physical performance, in particular for vegans. Um, and it's also got some antioxidant benefits as well. So for them, right off the bat, I would say you should, if you're vegan and you can tolerate creatine because some people have gastro issues with creatine, but if it's okay with you, you probably should take creatine. Well, this is a good little topic since I feel like it's it's been quite some time since we've talked about um, supplements in general. Yeah, I feel like it's uh, it's been since our early episodes that we, we really got after them. And I think we've created this... Um, you know, uh, every one of us here takes some sort of supplements. So maybe maybe we should go over some of the supplements that we use and that um, we do uh, recommend to people. We stayed a lot away from it, one, because you, we have all these supplement companies that have been coming after us trying to get them to rep, rep their stuff. And there's a lot of things that are in the supplement industry that we don't believe in. And there's a lot of things that one thing that we all stand for is that it's it's definitely lower on the list as far as um, priorities to getting your yourself in healthy, good shape. Right? right. So we don't like to, and I feel like it's the opposite message that's given from all the other fitness professionals. I think if you're a, if you've became a, some sort of a celebrity, whether it be in the physique and bodybuilding world or radio or TV, or it doesn't matter if some sort of in the fitness world, uh, the, the first thing that they all do is, you know, rep a supplement company and then every all their message has like this you know underlining bullshit that is always geared towards selling more supplements to people and one of the things that we all promised is that we wouldn't do that so because of that i feel like we've taken such a, a far stance that everybody thinks that we're like anti-supplements no, no we're not anti-supplements at all it's just you know it's it's nowhere near as important as a balanced nu- nutrition and, and a balanced uh, diet for yourself and proper training and, and and no supplement no at least no supplement available legally is going to give you the results that a lot of them promise exactly yeah so, but that being said um you know i think we all we all utilize supplements right definitely mm-hmm. i i would say that um i would like to see people supplement when they see a need there for it versus supplement right. when they don't see a need. So let's say, uh, for example, I have lots of inflammation in my body. Mm-hmm. I never eat fish. My diet is very heavy in chicken and red meat. So you eat omega-3s. Yeah. Right. So so fish oil may be a supplement because my omega-3s are out of balance with the other, with the other fatty acids. Would probably be a good idea for me to take. Um, if let's say you have uh, gastro issues, you have gut issues, gut inflammation, um, a probiotic may be beneficial or a supplement like curcumin uh, may be helpful. So I think supplementing when you see a need, um, it's very, very different. It's, it makes much more sense and it's better to do it that way than taking I like just supplements. If you're, well, I mean, if women are like anemic or something like that and like supplementing with iron or, you know, yeah. like things like that, like the make logical sense, you know, where you're, you're not getting a sufficient amount of a, a certain mineral or nutrient or something like that in your diet. Yeah. Cause even for me, like I rarely I'll take anything, but like creatine is definitely one of them that makes its way in and, uh, you know, occasional like whey proteins or something like that. If I'm like, you know, in more of a fasted state, you know, uh, that's something that I'll do. 
Um, but other than that, it's it's I, I try as much as possible to get everything from whole natural foods. Yeah, I, w- I would say the performance-based supplements, especially as you get more and more advanced in your training, as your intensity goes up, um, then you might then you'd benefit more from taking things like branched amino acids, for example, because when you're at a certain level, you're always flirting with that line of overdoing it or doing the right amount, and branched amino acids, for example, might help keep you under that. So if you're kind of advanced and you train at a very high level then um, that might be something to supplement with. I've noticed results from from taking those. Oh, yeah. I mean, so my, my buddy actually was just over my last week, and the reason why this is a great topic is because he just came in, came to my house. He was going through my cupboards to get stuff, and I, I have a cupboard that is like all supplements. It uh-huh. actually looks like a supplement store when you come in. My, I mean, I literally have a shit ton of supplements, and he's like, wait a second. I thought you were like Mr. Anti-Subs and this and that. Uh-huh. I said, no, I've got pretty much everything in here. But the way I use it, and most all that shit will last me forever because I just like you said, and I think it's such a great point. Um, and since this is something I just recently have done, uh, notice inflammation going on in me. I do know I get a lot of steak and red meats in my diet and stuff. I hadn't had a lot of fish in my diet lately, so I've been taking my omega threes. But I'm only taking that for that exact reason because I know that. I know I've got inflammation going on, and I know that that's I've I haven't had fish in quite some time, and I have been eating steak, red meat at least once, if not twice, every single day. So I'm getting a, an abundance of uh, what your sixes, right? My sixes, and I'm not getting enough of my threes. So of course I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna utilize that to help help balance that out. Then if you know all of a sudden the inflammation goes down, I'm fish is back in the diet. I'm I'm pulling back maybe on my red meats. I won't be taking it anymore. Um, I use, uh, I do use branched amino acids, glutamine, uh, like that. Same thing too. I use it, uh, based off of my training when I'm training really hard and I, and I'm, uh, and, and typically too, uh, for me, um, I, I notice it in different phases. So the way we work our maps, phase ones, two, and three, uh, different phases, I, I feel like get me more sore and I feel that way. And so I tend to ramp that up. I tend to ramp my, uh, amino acids up and my glutamine just for that. And I normally dictate that too, towards the end of the day, because then I'll, I'll always assess like where I'm at on my nutrition for the day. So let, let's say, so I know some rec- rec- uh, supplements recommend that you take morning, evening, and, or morning, afternoon, and night, or whatever. Like that shit doesn't even matter to me. I always take my supplements at night and I kind of base it off of what I ate for the day. Like, is that something that I'm lacking today? And especially, uh, you know, when it comes to glutamine and branched chain amino acids, if I feel like I was lacking a lot of my whole foods and maybe I had to supplement with a whey protein or I had to supplement with a bar or something that I'm not getting a whole natural food. I'm missing out on a lot of essentials. So then I might add that in there. Um, we create uh, our own pre-workout. So, you know, I do have a refrigerator that has the uh, citrulline on there. I have the, the amino acids. I have a caffeine pill, a raw caffeine pill. Um, you know, I have my, my raw whey. So I have, a, I have a lot of different supplements that I, you know, I use. The goal for me is always to be trying to get everything 100% all natural. I mean, that's every day I go into eating, that's the goal. But in reality, it doesn't always happen that way. In reality, sometimes shit doesn't mm-hmm. go the yeah. way I planned it. That's and, it. That's where it comes into play. Yeah, and that's where you supplement. That's where you utilize supplementation like that. It should not be something. When I see some of these people where they start their morning right off and they got one of those pill jars and they take their fucking nine supplements right out the gate, it's like, how do you know you're not going to get most of that shit today? <laughs> like, why? Why take that? if you're going to end up eating all this other stuff and where it gets dangerous or not dangerous, but where 
it's uh it gets absurd is when you're taking things that end up actually end up being acidic. You know, we talked a little bit about this before on a podcast. We're just taking too much. Yeah, you, I mean, everything's because calcium's good for you, so you should just take an abundance of they calcium. Just, they just established that now that they they were telling people to take extra calcium to fight oster you know osteoporosis or to reverse osteopenia, and um, what they found is that number one, it didn't do that, which makes obvious sense and i'll tell you why it would be like me telling someone who wants to build muscle just eat more protein because it's the building block for for muscle Mm -hmm. if we're not sending the signal to build muscle more protein ain't going to turn into muscle it's going to turn into fat so the same thing is true with calcium i can give myself a shit ton of calcium but if my body's not getting the signal to build and strengthen bone then that extra calcium is going to give me kidney stones and potentially cause problems with my heart, which is what they found. They actually found having people having more kidney stones and having higher instances of uh, of heart failure. So, because again, taking a bunch of something doesn't necessarily mean it's going to do what 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 you know what you think it would do. Mm-hmm. And multivitamins are like that. When you look at the back of a multivitamin pill and you look at the percentages of RDA, uh, they're all a hundred percent. 200%, some of them five, 600% plus. And that's not including all the food you ate that day. Right. And you know, here's the thing, check this out. It used to be where you ate processed foods and you were low in, in vitamins and minerals. A lot of processed foods are fortified to shit with vitamins and minerals now. Yep. Like you look at like, like sugar cereal, look at the back, 150%, 60% of everything because they, they throw like a multivitamin in the cereal yeah, now. They enrich it or they fortify it in almost everything. Yeah. You know, <clears throat> that's a problem I have too with a lot of supplements is everything is, is concentrated. Right. And it's just, I don't know, whatever your beliefs are, right. If where, how we were created or what we came from, it was just, it's not even just like why the biggest problem with sugar is if we ate sugar in its natural form, we'd be all fucking fine. It's the fact that it's concentrated. Yeah, you know? go chew on a sugar cane. Yeah, go, sure. go try and go try and have as much sugar. So and we've talked about this, I think, before that. Yeah, we've talked about this. Hey, one 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 soda can is equivalent to eight feet of sugar cane. I'd like to see somebody eat eight feet of fucking sugar cane. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? The way it was found You're a in panda bear, if you yeah. Know. The way it was found in nature is is the way that it should be consumed. And when we start concentrating, and I get why we concentrate because someone has this deficiency or like, but that's where it. That's such a small population of somebody that actually needs 300 percent of this or right. 100 150 percent of this. If I mean, if they're not eating any food, okay, I get it. But well, I'll give you another example. Like we were told for a long time that the that low fat dairy is the best. Like don't, don't, you know, drink milk, mm-hmm. but drink non-fat milk because you don't want the calories and you don't want the saturated fats. You just fats want the protein, stuff. right? Yeah. You know what the benefit of milk is? Is that it's got fat, certain fat soluble vitamins in it. Mm-hmm. And those fat soluble vitamins don't get absorbed without the presence of fat. Right. Wow. So now I'm taking, I'm drinking non-fat milk with let's say vitamin D and vitamin A in it. That they add some also in there, right? But they're both fat soluble vitamins, and it's there's no fat in it, <laughs> right? And it just basically doesn't get absorbed. My body doesn't absorb it. So um, there's, they're also finding that too that fat people who drink lots of fat free milk and dairy, and low fat dairy have bone problems versus mm-hmm. people who don't who have the the, the ones in the, the full fat. Um, and it's just more of an it's it's in more natural form. But like protein powder, I want to get into protein powder before I forget because. Um, I think protein powder is a staple for the following reasons. It's convenient um, and it's good post-workout. That's it. Mm. If, you, if, if you're if you using your protein powder 
to help you make up your absurd protein amount, you know, intake that you're doing every single day, then you've got a problem. Like if I'm trying to eat 350 grams of protein a day and I'm getting 200 grams from food, which is a lot, and I'm getting another 150 from protein powder, now not so good. No, not not so good at all. Maybe I'm taking too much protein. Right. If you're just using it as a recovery aid from your workout, you know what I mean? Like that's that's basic the only way I even see using it. In, yeah. in my opinion. Yeah, it's 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 useful post workout because um it's assimilated very quickly. There's it causes even without the presence of carbohydrates, a pure whey protein, for example, will spike insulin insulin a little bit, which is fine post workout. Well, and you had mentioned how processed it is. I mean, let's be honest. Protein is extremely it's processed. Very, very processed. Yeah. So, I mean, you just have to kind of like uh, do things in, in balance, right? So you have that maybe in the routine, but like it's just not always there. You know, you can't always no, have. Your goal should be to never, to be honest with you, even though like. Well, so yeah, like your goal. Yeah. It's, it's like you slipped. So I, you know, I need that to to, to supplement with. Yeah. But yeah, I, it's, not, it's not a staple in your diet. Yeah, and I, this is more for if you're more towards advanced. Right. Because if you're a beginner, you don't need to take shit. Yeah. You, just, you know what I'm saying? You need to eat right, your body will change. Yeah. I don't recommend, let me tell you something. Uh, of all the clients that I train now, I have one of them take uh, supplements where mm-hmm. I tell them take creatine and take protein powder. And when I was training Doug, he was one of them. So it was like two. But that's because they were at more of an advanced level. Everybody else, I don't, you know, I don't tell people. It's true. That, I I don't either. I mean, yeah. it's it's one hundred. Oh, and then my like, vegan client, I, I tell him to take uh, creatine, mm-hmm. and that's about it. Mm-hmm. Amino acids would be another one for sometimes for vegans to take. Uh, I know in the past, um, and that's just if you're not educated on what foods to combine to supplement with, like an essential amino acid supplement with your vegan meal to complete your protein. But most vegans are pretty educated with their food, so so they're okay. Um, uh, what about uh, you know, uh, f- I don't know, fat burners? No, not really. No, no, not at all. Yeah, I mean, I think uh, that's probably one of the the worst supplements out there as far as it's the marketing. And what I mean by worst is it's I think it's the biggest scam out of everything out there. You know, all all fat all fat burner. It's the most misleading. Let, let's as be far honest. As what is it? What the fuck is the difference between a fat burner and a pre workout? Not much. Yep. Yeah. Very good point. Very, I mean, they're pretty much caffeine driven. They're both and, they're yeah. both stimulants. Stimulant, that they're yeah. just full of stimulants. They're both the fucking same thing. The only difference between the pre workout is they normally throw in some NO two in there, and what else might they? They'll throw? put amino acids some in pre workout. Yeah, some and, ar- arginine and maybe some and and maybe some citrulline and maybe some mm-hmm. and, and maybe some uh, NO. Right. That's about it. You know what? You just made me think of that. Is uh, you got to be careful is when you're taking multiple supplements because you just made a great point. Let's say I'm a person and I want to get, I want to lose weight. I want to get lean. I want to build a little bit of muscle. So I'm taking a fat burner and I'm taking a pre-workout supplement. Yeah. That, now we're getting into- some, Which a lot of people do this, they, bro. I know. Yeah. It, it, now we're getting into some dangerous waters right? because my fat burner says, do not take more than max five pills a day. My pre-workout says, do not take more than two scoops a day, but neither one of them is accounting for and the fact- And they're drinking coffee. You know? Right. <laughs> it's like, fuck. Right, and neither one of them is accounting for the fact that I'm taking the other one, you know, yep. combined. Yeah. So that's a, that's a bad thing too. So I would say if you're taking supplements, to not just look at the one thing that you're taking, but to look and see, look at all the other stuff you may be taking and what they do in combination. Well, that's that goes back to what you talked about before about, you know, everything being fortified or enriched. 
I mean, uh, if you look at the back of most protein bars or protein shakes, they're enriched with all your basic multivitamins and stuff like that. So if you're taking a multivitamin, a protein shake, a protein bar, and then one of these pre-workout, breakfast cereal, your like, post-workout yeah. shake or whatever like that, like all four of those are like with your more than your RDA on like all the vitamins and minerals that you need. So it's like overkill. So now you're acidic. Well, you know, what's 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 interesting is that we're, we're very um, aware of vitamins and minerals now. But we're very unaware of other micronutrients and phytonutrients yeah. and you know things that are found in foods that have other effects other than the essential you know vitamins and minerals. Well, I you know this is something that I because a lot of times we'll say calorie high, you know something's you know American average American diet's high in calories but low in nutrients. We're not even necessarily talking about vitamins and minerals. Mm-hmm. Most Americans get all the vitamins and minerals they need. Well, just think about what it's goes to stuff. waste, right? Yeah. Know, we we're talking about even like juices or any of these things. Like we're getting rid of a lot of the, the roughage, a lot of the stuff that has cellular structure that needs to go through the process of digestion for you to release, you know, these nutrients and micronutrients and properly. And uh, what are we doing? We're just concentrating it because we're focusing on, you know, a couple of these vitamins and nutrients and things that we want, but we're not getting the full benefit that nature's already providing. Mm-hmm. So, Well, I know this is anecdotal, but I will tell you guys that I have noticed a, a significant difference. And I've like to a T tracked this with myself of getting ready for a show where I've nothing but whole foods and then a, and other diets allowed myself to have protein bars, protein shakes, and have this this process type stuff in there, even though they're healthy or good for you. And it's a night and day difference. I mean, I can, I can, and, and not only can I, I can tell by the way I look, I can tell by the way I feel, my skin looks different. Mm-hmm. I have uh, the way I like hold and blow and water. And you like rebound after the experience. It, it's, it's a total difference. And, you know, can I, did I get, get shredded for both? Yeah. And I got shredded. I got on stage and to the average eye, I would probably have no idea but whatsoever. But you can tell the difference. But I can tell. Oh yeah. yeah. B- because I'm, when, when you get that lean and, and I'm that dialed in to where I'm measuring and counting every single thing that I consume and every bit of minute of exercise and everything. I mean, the most subtle change in my, you know, of anything I can see a difference. So um, it made a big difference when I, when I allowed protein bars and, and shakes into my diet versus when I went all getting everything from my whole foods. And, you know, and that's where you talk about those, those, those things that we don't account for, you know, yes, we understand that proteins, carbs, and fat are important. And I can eat a food that has the exact same protein, carbs, and fat as a protein bar or a shake, but we're we're missing out on a lot of other essentials that we don't even know a lot That's of. That's what I was just gonna say. We don't even know a no. lot of the science, that, but yeah. I can tell you that I can feel it and I can see it. I don't know, and I don't have like I don't have a fucking study to prove or show somebody to back up what I'm telling you. But I can tell you what I do know. I'm a smart enough guy. I've been doing this for long enough, and when I've put it to test. There is a difference. What it is, I guess that's something that we'll find out later in science as it unveils right? itself. I mean, but. just this whole gut flora and you know microbacteria, all this stuff. What, how that all responds to everything you're feeding it, like it's all new stuff that we're we're learning as we go. So I I purposely will go to when I go shopping in the grocery store, I will purposely try to pick out different uh, vegetables that I don't always eat, or yes. or different fruits or roots. You know, like ginger, mm-hmm. you know, or turmeric, slice a little bit, put it in a blender, um, you know, uh, just different types of foods that can provide my body with well, just- uh, different nutrients and different, uh, new, you know, ingredients that we don't even know, you know, what they do in the body, but we do know that they're beneficial. Well, you've definitely um, challenged, like, 
I remember like when, when you were promoting the, the type of uh, protein that had like, you know, what was it called? It had like the, the fingernail, like, like bone. Oh, collagen. Kind of yeah. Collagen. Um, like I was like, what? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I kind of get it now. It's like, you're, you're just, you're exposing yourself to things that like, if say you're, you know, trying to survive and you're eating, you know, everything you can that's available, you know, that's something that your body would have, you know, assimilated. And do you used. guys, do you guys have supplements that for you, you feel that you take because you need it in particular? Is there anything that you ever supplement with? Like for myself, I'll use myself as an example. Um, I supplement um, pretty regularly with uh, psyllium husk fiber. So psyllium husk is what they would, what you'd find like Metamucil or you know they're on they're, they're you'll see them on the things like like uh, you know yeah. for a healthy colon or to help you poop or whatever like that. I don't use them uh, for that for those particular reasons, but I, I as you guys know and as the listeners uh, you know know now I'm probably sick of hearing. Um, that I've had, you know, irritable, things like irritable bowel syndrome with, you know, issues in my gut. And psyllium husk is something that helps make a big difference for me. So for me, that's a supplement I take out of a need mm. um, that I take on a regular basis. Not something that I would recommend to everybody, but something works for me. No, I, you know, there, I really don't. Uh... Is there like, how about this? Is there a food, like a go-to food that you have for when you're not feeling good or like, I need to eat this. This makes me feel good. Well, I, I do. I do notice. Only chicken soup. I do notice a difference when uh, my body's been been lacking like a lot of my veggies and fruits. So if I, what do you notice? Um, you know, I can I can tell a difference in my energy levels. I can tell a difference uh, in my skin. I feel like I'm eating more of like uh, carbs and other other calories, like my my pastas and breads types of things like that, than in my diet. So I notice bloat from that. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm just, I feel out of whack like that. I notice, uh, inflammation going on. So a lot of those things start to kind of balance out when I, when I try and focus on getting more greens, especially my greens and stuff, because that for me, that's the easy one to miss. I'm pretty good about my fruits. I, I, I do always, you know, the beginning of the week and the way we do our fruits. So like, we'll like, uh, Katrina and I will do, um, bananas, kiwi, strawberry, blueberries, blackberries, and we kind of put it, we put it all in in a one huge Tupperware, and then I'll just eat like uh, servings of that throughout mm-hmm. the day. Mm-hmm. Uh, when we do that, like I notice a difference, you know, like I, I can tell a big difference on my my energy levels. Um, uh, I I do know too that like um, when I uh, if I cut back on, I have to watch uh, what I do with my caffeine intake too, because I take a lot of uh, caffeine through coffee, and I like energy drinks, so. I notice that affects me, so I got to watch my balance on that. So there's things like that that I'm I'm careful of. I just now started dabbling with the kombucha, kombucha. Yeah, yeah, kombucha. yeah. So you like it? So yeah, no, I'm only on my first week of. of I think using- Doug said a kombucha. Yeah, <laughs> um, but I'm actually a really big fan because I mean it, it's got probiotics in it and it has uh, anti-inflammatory properties which I was already supplementing omega-3s in there. So now I've been trying just to get in a habit of drinking one of those a day to see see how I feel. Have you noticed anything? Yeah, no, it's so far great. You know, like I don't like to hype anything up when it's at the beginning when I've only been doing it for like a week. Um, but uh, so far, so good. You know, so far, um, I feel really good this week as far as inflammation goes. I don't got any gut issues going on or anything like that. So How's your poop? Uh, poop looks great. <laughs> looks excellent. I'll take yeah, a picture and send it to you later on. You getting the, sna- us, the snake? Let us see yeah. it. Yeah. You know yeah. what I discovered today? Uh, what? Uh, I cut up an apple and put peanut butter on it, and I've never done that before. You really? I know. You're just new to this? I am. Have you done it with like cinnamon? So much better. Fuck you. 
Cinnamon, cinnamon and peanut butter? Peanut, no, well, all of that. Oh, shit. It's so good. For the first time in my life, I put peanut butter on an apple. Yeah. That's so it, funny. And it was delicious. That's Bro, so that's what kept me going through my whole transformation. That's like all I would eat. <laughs> <laughs> I used to, I used to, sit, I'd sit down with an apple and then a, a little knife that you can carve with your thumb and just carve slivers off and Bro, then dip in the peanut so butter. Oh. Yeah, dude. Yeah, no, I was gonna say like we, we kind of go in a similar cycle as, as you, Adam. But like um, one thing that we used to do and we're we're gonna do it again is this um, this farm fresh like array of vegetables and, and stuff like that that we get delivered oh the delivery the delivery they're service. always outside over here trying yeah. to sell us shit so okay. <laughs> yeah well we we get one from a local farm and uh we just we just a lot of times we'll either cook it or we'll we'll end up blending it and i'll make like these like kale arugula whatever shakes out of it and just just so that way we at least can consume it because it's hard to get through a lot of it but it's it's noticeably like different as far as like how I feel, you yeah. know, when I do that. Could you so, imagine the difference great. if everybody that took supplements, instead of taking supplements for a fat loss or muscle building goal, took supplements for health? Could you imagine the difference if everybody's goal instead instead of having in their mind because you would perform better too? Whoa! Right. Instead of in their mind of them thinking, I need to get burn fat. I need a fat burner. I need to build muscle. I need a muscle yeah, builder. Yeah. What do I need yeah. to be healthier? Like right. To, yeah. Imagine the difference. You know what the You're difference not would be? On the inside, people would be leaner and more muscular. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, crazy as it sounds, that's exactly what would happen. And that's exactly what we're trying to do. We're trying to meld the two of them, right? Yeah. Uh, for some reason, it got separated a long time ago. It's funny. I did a post on Instagram today talking about that, and it got a huge response because I think it's striking a nerve with people because fit fitness uh, doesn't is not synonymous with healthy anymore, and it should be. Well, I'm, well, it, it, what's interesting to me too is that like this this makes so much sense because I've always been a big follower of functional medicine practice and like you know what they did with that like just just identifying the environment of which you know you're getting you know your nutrients from and like all these kinds of things all these variables that that come into play as far as your overall health and not just like uh, a prescriptive uh, answer as far as okay we'll take this pill then if these side effects happen maybe you want to take this pill on top of that pill uh, it, it's more of a you know like what what are your daily habitual things that are contributing to this you know the the cause of whatever this mm-hmm. this uh, issue is and it going on in your body you know it's another supplement that I recommend a lot to people chamomile hmm. chamomile tea. Uh, I one have of the chamomile tea. One of the. Do you drink it at night? Not, you go to bed? not always, but that's why I bought one it. One of the best, most very mild kind of sedative relaxes the body. It's good for you. It's so healthy. In fact, that in Europe, doctors will tell parents to give it to their children um, to help them sleep or their babies if they have colic because it helps with the uh-huh. with, with gut issues. Um, I recommend it to people all the time, even if you don't have sleep problems. You know, and you just want to sleep and have more restful sleep. Well, on that note, green tea is a, mm. a must. Green tea during the day is yeah. amazing. Then yeah. if you want to get up, you get camel toe t- coffee. <laughs> Wait, yeah. Camel, toe, camel <laughs> toe coffee? Anybody? <laughs> Meat hawk. Well, I'm, you know, I'm glad we, I'm glad, I'm glad, blah. Just trying to talk about Justin over here. Tongue tied. Hold on, take my dick out of your mouth. No, no, no. Leave it in. Leave Hold it in. on. Leave it in there. I can still talk. <laughs> <laughs> I had, this episode got too serious. I had to throw in some. I had to throw in some dick. It's like a toothpick. 
This is what Mind Pump does. We get serious, and then someone randomly throws a dick in the pile. That's it. Here's your dick. Slap yeah. it down. Um, so I, I'm, I'm glad we did this because I feel like uh, we, we were starting to get this stigma around us that we're like we're super anti-supplements. We're just anti. No. I think we're anti-shitty supplements. We're anti-the supplement industry and the, how they push it. I think you said it best right there is if you would, if you would start, if you want to burn fat, you want to build muscle, switch your way of thinking of looking for a supplement that promotes that's what it does and start looking at your diet and where you're lacking and try and get yourself healthier. Mm -hmm. And if you need help with supplements to do that, then by all means, just like we said, if you're lacking in your omega-3s, and that would be a great supplement to get you healthier. In turn, that's going to help you build more muscle, build more fat. You need more energy. Look into the fact, are you getting a lot of your greens and your vitamins and minerals from your fruits and vegetables? Are you not getting that stuff? Then maybe we supplement something. But assess your eating and your eating habits first and, and try and, if you're going to supplement at all, which you should strive not to, but if you're going to, you're supplementing what you're lacking to be Mm -hmm. healthy. Supplement your needs. Absolutely. Thank you for listening to Mind Pump. For more information about this show and to get valuable free resources from Sal, Adam, and Justin, visit us at www.mindpumpradio.com. Until next time, this is Mind Pump.